Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Before we get into the episode, can I ask you just a quick little favor? If you love this podcast, could you just take a quick second to leave me a five-star review? Reviews are the single best way to help this podcast reach more pregnant and postpartum women just like you, and it's a simple way to support the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, simply tap the show name and scroll all the way down, hit five stars, and you're done. On Spotify, just tap the star on the show page and submit your review. I so appreciate you guys and your help in spreading the pregnancy and birth education love. And now let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, where you'll gain the tools, knowledge, and confidence you need to erase the unknowns, feel in control, and have an even better birth, no matter how you deliver. My name is Liesl Teen, mom of two, practicing labor and delivery nurse, and your host. From over eight years and counting of working at the bedside, I know that knowledge is the key to an even better birth. So tune in each week to learn about all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum from me, a labor and delivery nurse that's seen it all. And now let's get into this week's episode. This week on the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, we are going to be talking about itching. The thing about itching in pregnancy is that it might be nothing. Like it might just be that you have a little bit of dry skin or you got a bug bite or something. Um, But it also might be something else that could be a little bit more serious, which is why I wanted to do an episode about this. So during pregnancy, your body goes through so many changes, as you guys probably know. The changes can be physical, emotional, psychological, or a combination of all three, which is usually what happens. It can be really hard, especially if it's your first pregnancy, to know whether or not something is normal and when you need to notify your provider about it. You're probably familiar with the big red flags, right? Vaginal bleeding, severe pain, decreased fetal movement, if you feel like your water broke, but Itching isn't one of those things that we typically think as being really concerning during pregnancy. And guess what? It actually can be. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And if you're looking for another episode after this one, check out episode 107. Let's chat third trimester FAQs. It's another good one that addresses pregnancy symptoms and discomforts. But without further ado, let's jump in. Unless you have personally experienced it or know someone that has, itchy palms and feet in pregnancy has probably never even crossed your mind. And while it's not super common, it can be a symptom of a pretty scary condition called intrahepatic cholestasis of pregnancy or ICP. I'm going to call it cholestasis because... That's just how I refer to it as, but it can be called the really long name or ICP or cholestasis. So cholestasis is a condition in which the normal flow of bile is affected by the increased amount of pregnancy hormones. 
those pregnancy hormones are responsible for a lot of troublesome things sometimes. Cholestasis is just one of them. It's most common in the third trimester when hormones are at their peak, but it can occur in other trimesters too. All we do to diagnose it is a blood test. It's really simple. We just test your liver functions, bile acids, and it's just typically performed at a prenatal visit. And a couple days later, we can diagnose you with cholestasis. Your provider can prescribe medications and remedies to help manage the itching. There are a couple of medications that you can take for it, but your bile acid levels should be closely monitored kind of, you know, until the end of your pregnancy. Because the thing with cholestasis moms is an indication to induce your baby early. Not too early, but typically our cholestasis moms, we want to wait till at least 37 weeks, but I have seen them induce as early as 36 weeks. Additionally, you should be paying extra close attention to your kick counts and daily fetal movement. And obviously, you know, this goes out to everybody, but promptly report anything that feels off to your provider. So what are some of the risks associated with cholestasis? I touched on a little bit of the induction uh, thing, but let's talk about why we suggest doing that. So cholestasis can increase risk for fetal distress, preterm birth, or even stillbirth, which is why it's so, so, so important to be tuned into your baby's movements. Elevated levels of maternal bile, your bile, can stress baby's liver, which can lead to complications. Your provider will develop a delivery timeline with you based on trends of your blood work and the overall well-being of baby during monitoring and your symptoms. Like sometimes these cholestasis moms are so darn uncomfortable at the end. That's a factor too of, you know, kind of when we induce. So if this is all sounding very familiar to you, First of all, try not to panic, okay? The majority of women with cholestasis go on to have perfectly healthy babies. I've delivered many of them. Well, not actually, you know, in my hands, but I've labored plenty of cholestasis moms with healthy pregnancies. And cholestasis typically resolves itself within a few days after delivery. But moral of the story here is always mention your itchy palms and feet. Don't ever, ever hesitate to speak up about this. It seems like something so silly and so simple and so weird, but bringing it to the attention of your provider and intervening early can truly help save your little one's life in some instances. And I always like to say this too, but if your provider for some reason isn't listening to you or taking you seriously, don't accept no for an answer. It's such a simple check to check your blood work and then you know. Are feelings of anxiety and what-ifs filling your head when you think about giving birth? I'm sorry if that's the case. (laughs) Take a deep breath, grab my hand, and join me for a totally free class to start gaining the confidence that you deserve. Gain instant access to my free on-demand workshop, Three Secrets to an Even Better Birth at mommylibernurse.com slash birth workshop. Inside of this 45-minute go at your pace video class, you'll discover the three elements of birth preparation that pack the most punch. You'll learn strategies that you can use in preparation for birth and during labor, and you'll walk away with tons of actionable tips that you and your partner can start practicing right away. And guess what? There's so much more. (laughs) So sign up for free right now at mommylabornurse.com slash birth workshop. That's mommylabornurse.com slash birth 
workshop. Can't wait to see you in there. So let's talk about itchy bellies during pregnancy. So this one you might be a little bit more familiar with, especially if you've experienced um, a pregnancy before or you're, you know, pretty far into your first pregnancy. A lot of times moms get really, you know, stretched out skin towards the end. It can be pretty uncomfortable. This is usually what's going on is that skin just getting really taut and stretching. And the stretching of skin is to blame for those oh-so-common and oh-so-lovely stretch marks that a lot of us develop during pregnancy. As the skin stretches, it's also easier for it to dry out, which contributes to the itching. But don't forget, any amount of itching, any place on the body that's bothering you, it's worthy of bringing up to your provider. While cholestasis is most common in the hands and feet, there are definitely moms who first kind of experience it on their belly. And it doesn't just have to be limited to your palms and your feet. Now, how do you manage this if you've got a really itchy belly? So my biggest piece of advice here is to hydrate and moisturize your skin. I know it sounds like, well, I already kind of do that, but that's really all you can do. I like to tell people to get more of like an oil to rub on instead of just plain lotion. I actually started rubbing stretch mark oil on my belly in my first trimester. It was by Burt's Bees. It's just like Burt's Bees uh, belly oil, just as kind of a routine. Like I just kind of added it to my daily routine. I hadn't even really started showing yet, obviously, in the first trimester. I think I just started doing it because I was like just really excited that I was pregnant. And, you know, I get to buy this belly oil now and rub it on myself. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, you know, it helped me be diligent in my belly skincare. But keep in mind, cream, lotion, oil, it's not going to prevent your skin from stretching. There's really nothing that can do that, but it can help prevent you from developing stretch marks and keeping the itching at bay. All right, moving on to something called pups. Not like woof, woof, not like that kind of pups, <laughs> but it's called P-U-P-P-P-S and it stands for pruritic uricarial papules and plaques of pregnancy. That is a mouthful of peas. <laughs> I probably pronounced one of those wrong, but it's called pups, okay? <laughs> and it typically appears as red, like hive-like looking bumps. It's pretty easy to differentiate from like stretch marks and it usually happens on your belly. It can happen in other places too, but it's usually like on your trunk. And it's more common in the third trimester. It's diagnosed via, you know, a blood test, just like cholestasis. And a lot of people do oatmeal baths, creams, Antihistamines can help lessen, you know, the side effects. But kind of like cholestasis, the ultimate cure for pups is giving birth. Another remedy that I have heard wonders about, and this goes for pups, and I'm pretty sure people have used it for cholestasis as well. It's called Grandpa's Pine Tar Soap, and you can get it on Amazon. So that's not a sponsor, but just FYI, I've heard that that is a fabulous remedy if you're struggling with the itchy belly. All right, now we're going to move down a little bit and talk about vaginal itching during pregnancy because sometimes you have that as well. It's not just on your skin. You can definitely have some vaginal itching. There are definitely some changes with your vagina during pregnancy too. Those pregnancy hormones, like I said, are responsible for a lot of different things. And one of the most noticeable changes I would say going on with your vagina during pregnancy is a notable increase in vaginal discharge. Vaginal swelling is also 
pretty common, but that more happens kind of towards the end. And sometimes people even get like varicose veins inside their vagina and that's not so fun, but that can be a whole lot of crazy things happening. Now, typically minor vaginal itching during pregnancy isn't really anything to worry about. Pregnancy can just alter, naturally alter the pH balance down there in your vagina. And that coupled with an increase in mucus, right? Discharge can lead to just some itching. Still worthy of bringing up to your provider because it can be something else like a yeast infection. Like I just stated, pregnancy hormones throw off that pH balance. And this can also make you more susceptible to something called a bacterial vaginosis or BV. And treating BV and any other kind of infection, for that matter, is extra important during pregnancy because untreated infections during pregnancy can increase your risk for preterm labor. BV typically comes also with a smell, has a very distinct smell. It's not sexually transmitted. It's just kind of something that happens, but it can come with a lot of odd discharge, a smell, and lots of itching. But if you're itching down there, could be a yeast infection, could be an STD, right? So moral of the story, definitely bring it up. You might just need some antibiotics or an antifungal medication to clear it on up. All right, the sound of that heartbeat means it's time for this week's segment of Birth It Up Babies. This one says, I took this class and I'm over the moon happy that I did. And the biggest thing that got me through labor and delivery was every push gets you that much closer to meeting your baby. Yes, I do say that in the course, and that is 100% true. That literally became my mantra as I pushed for two hours, especially when he finally started crowning, used a mirror. I pushed harder and told myself he was almost here. All of the advice and all of the knowledge your class provided to me reminded me that all of it was a natural process and all negative thoughts needed to be cast aside for a more positive birthing experience. I ended up having a textbook delivery. Oh, lovely. I love it. If you want to have an even better birth, just like this mama, head on over to mommylibernurse.com slash courses to learn more about our three online on-demand birth classes. So remember earlier when I said that itchy bellies in pregnancy can be caused by your skin stretching, but guess what? Same thing can happen in your breast because guess what happens to your breast during pregnancy? Those darn pregnancy hormones, they make that skin really, really stretchy. And another potential cause for breast and nipple itching during pregnancy is increased blood flow to the area because Yes, your boobs get bigger. There's just more blood flow in there and that can definitely cause some itching as well. Your blood volume actually increases by almost 50% during pregnancy, give or take, but the increased blood flow to your breasts might cause dark veins, enlargement, tingling, and itching. So yeah, that is itching during pregnancy. All the different ways and causes of itching and all the different places you can itch. If you don't take anything away from this episode, I want you to remember this when in doubt, bring it up with your provider. That goes for any episode of the Mommy Labor Nurse podcast, by the way. If I ever say anything and you're like, oh, that's me. And should I bring it up to my provider? Always do it, okay? But I couldn't end this episode just talking about medical stuff. This stuff is important, okay? It's very, very important. But I wanted to end on a light, humorous note. So I asked ChatGPT to tell me a story about an itchy pregnant lady, and I'd like to read it to you. Are you ready? Okay. 
Once upon a time, in the whimsical town of Pruritusville, lived a pregnant woman named Emily. Um, Shout out to all the Emilies listening. (laughs) Emily was in the final trimester of her pregnancy and was expecting her first child. However, there was one peculiar twist to her pregnancy journey. She had developed the itchiest belly in the history of pregnant bellies. That's right. It all started innocently enough. Emily's belly began to itch and she assumed it was just temporary discomfort. But as the days went by, the itching intensified. Her belly became an overflowing itch volcano and she had to resist the urge to scratch it like she was trying to solve a puzzle. At first, Emily tried all the usual remedies. She applied moisturizers, used cooling lotions, even tried wearing loose cotton clothes. But the itch remained relentless, as if her belly had developed a personality of its own. One day, Emily had an appointment with Dr. Hilaria, the quirky obstetrician of Pruritusville. And Dr. Hilaria was known for her unorthodox methods and her love for solving bizarre medical mysteries. Emily waddled into the doctor's office, scratching her belly like a DJ scratching records at a music festival. Dr. Hilaria peered at Emily's belly with a magnifying glass, nodding in solemn concentration. Ah, yes, I see, she exclaimed dramatically, as if deciphering ancient hieroglyphics. (laughs) You're experiencing the curse of the itchy belly. Emily blinked in confusion. The curse of the itchy belly? Is that even a thing? Dr. Hilaria twirled her mustache. Yes, she had an impressive handlebar mustache, says ChatGPT, and nodded sagely. (laughs) Indeed it is. Legend has it that a mischievous itch sprite hides within the bellies of pregnant women, causing havoc and chaos. Emily burst into laughter. An itch sprite? Seriously? Dr. Hilaria grinned. Humor me for a moment, dear Emily. To break the curse, you must outwit the itch sprite. Okay. With a flourish, Dr. Hilaria handed Emily a tiny glittering wand. This is the anti-itch wand. Simply wave it over your belly and chant, itch be gone, sprite be free. It's the only way to rid yourself of the curse. Emily played along, waving the wand over her belly and chanting the incantation with exaggerated seriousness. To her surprise, the itching subsided immediately. She laughed half in disbelief and half in amusement. As Emily left the doctor's office, she realized that sometimes a little bit of laughter and imagination can go a long way in alleviating even the most stubborn discomforts. From that day on, whenever her belly started to itch, Emily would just pull out the anti-itch wand and have a good chuckle while chanting the spell. And so the tale of Emily and the curse of the itchy belly became a cherished bedtime story in Pruritusville. Can't forget about that. Reminding everyone that a dash of humor can turn even the itchiest situations into unforgettable adventures. (laughs) The end. (laughs) I very, very much enjoyed that. I hope you did too. Next week, what is on deck for next week? Ah, we are going to be hearing from Krista. We're going to be doing a birth story. Krista is one of my good friends that I have known right when kind of the birth of Mommy Labor Nurse. When I first started Mommy Labor Nurse, we connected and she didn't have any kids. She just had her first baby uh, four months ago and she took my birth course and I've just known her for a while. I went on a business trip with her like a few years ago and it was just really, really cool full circle to hear her birth story. So yeah, see you guys next week. 
already feeling a little more confident about pregnancy, birth, and newborn life, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can continue to erase the unknowns and never miss an episode. And if you're looking for even more, Instagram is definitely where I hang out the most. Come join our community of more than a half a million moms for birth education, tips, and solidarity. You can find me at mommy.labornurse. Check out today's show notes and a searchable library of every Mommy Labor Nurse podcast episode at mommylabornurse.com slash podcast. And while you're there, be sure to head to the blog to learn about our online birth classes too. See you next week. And remember, you can have an even better birth, no matter how you deliver.